welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Saturday the 9th of December 2017. So, deleted draft one is now complete. Today, this is Thursday that I'm recording this because uh, I've got things coming up over the weekend. I wrote 8,137 words. Now, I was beginning to regret it, actually, because if you remember last week when I did my writing, I was on a roll and I got the story in my head. And I remember sitting in bed thinking, yeah, yeah, I got this, I got this. Well, by the time it came to this morning, when I was doing my writing, I'd completely forgotten all about it. I couldn't remember. I mean, I could remember the big stuff, but I couldn't remember all the detail. But I could see it so clearly in my head last Thursday. And I wish to God I just kept writing uh, while I was got ahead of steam. But I didn't anyway. And I came to it today and uh, had to sort of figure it out again. And of course, you know, I knew the big thing. I, I got this big um, scene at the end and I knew where it was going and uh, how, how the book was going to end. But there were some things I'd figured out last week that I'd just forgotten by the time I got here this week. Anyhow, doesn't matter. 8,137 words written today. Uh, it's a long time since I've written 8,000 words in a day. Uh, but it, fa- it came fairly easily today. Um, again, when you get to the end of a book, it, you just have to write it out. Now, this is draft one of Deleted. And, and let me just tell you that I know that this one is a rougher draft than I usually write. Um, a lot of this book, as I've been writing it, has has been discovery. I've been discovering the plot. And I know there are things that I'm going to need to go through as I as I start to redraft it, I'm going to have to put some of the tech, right? I always have to do this with sci-fi. You know, you come up with some little gizmo that does something or other, come up with some rubbishy name for it. I have to come up with something slightly more elegant for the book. So I know there's going to be some polishing on this draft to do. Also, uh, the concept of deleted. Um, I started with sort of one idea for a book and in actual fact, it turned into something else. And um, I don't know whether I'm going to continue to call it deleted. I might come up with a different title. Um, as I said, we're not we're not quite there yet. Happy with the story, happy with the action, you know, happy with all the drama and everything that happens in there. Um, got to sort the tech out in it because it is a sci-fi book. Some of the names for things I need to be slightly more consistent. So, for instance, um, this book takes place after the secret bunker and before, well, before the grid. And we're still in present day life, but it's it's changed a lot. A lot's going wrong. Um, so I think earlier in the book, I didn't call it mobile phones because actually the mobile phone network is is down because of the decay that's happening. So they need to have some form of device. Um, and I, I just need to explain that. So there's always things in sci-fi that you just have to have to think through. So I, I just got to, I think, fix in my mind where we are with the tech in this and, and what we're calling things. Am I calling it a mobile phone or am I going to call it something else? Um, so I'm, I'm not worried about that. Just to say that I am aware this is really a, a rough draft, a rough first draft, and it's going to take a little bit more work than usual, I think, to to tidy it up. So uh, what happens now then? That That's it written. That's the story down. I'm going to go off next week. I'm in Spain for a week. So I get a nice break. I get lots of distance from it. And then I'm planning at the moment to sit down and work through this before uh, Christmas. 
So uh, I'll do my sort of next edit before Christmas. Now, the other thing is, is that my wife has read it. So she's put comments in as we've gone along. She now needs to read, I think, the last one. It's going to be about 13,000 words. I think she read up to 40,000 words, if I remember rightly. And I said to her, well, I don't read any more. Wait, because you're in the kind of the, the end bit now. This is all rushing towards the end. I don't need to half read the end. I want you to read it through in a final sweep because hopefully you'll get taken away in it if I've done my job right. So uh, she will read it. Uh, hopefully that'll be done. Well, it will be done uh, by the time I get back from Spain. I'll work through her corrections and her observations first. Then I will read it again and I'll start to put all those things right. And of course, as I've been going through the book, you know, I fix things in my head. And as I start to go through those early chapters again, I'll, I'll write them correctly this time, knowing where they're heading and you know, knowing who needs to sow the seeds of this, that and the other as we go through. So uh, th- that's the way um, I like to do it. It works uh, really well for me. And it's not due with uh, Helen Fazal until uh, January the 2nd. So I've got a long time uh, to work on this one. I wanted to give myself plenty of slack, plenty of time to work on it. So I won't now be writing. Um, it, it just sort of depends, really. But I think my first writing day of the new year, looking at my schedule. Well, I got a, I got a couple of choices, to be honest with you. Um, but it's probably going to be probably the 5th of January. So I probably won't be writing again until the 5th of January now. And that book is going to probably be, this is another probably, I think it's going to be another 50,000 word thriller. That then gets me to my complement of seven thrillers and seven sci-fi books. And uh, that's kind of where I wanted to be. That was game plan number one, which means I can then have um, deleted or whatever I end up calling this sci-fi. I could then either make that perma-free or 99 cents. That will lead you into my two box sets. It's going to make it much easier to, to market that single book. And then um, I just want to have a single book, a single thriller that stays standalone. It won't get box setted or anything like that. It's literally good to be my kind of leads capture, my sampler. Um, and I'm not sure which one that'll be. What I might do, I might just sort of see how the first three go. And then whichever one is more popular, whichever one gets the better reviews and people find easy to read. I might use that then as the either the perma-free or the 99 center and then bundle the rest. But um I, I need to write till I've written wait I need to wait until I've written this last one, I think, to to make a final uh, judgment on that. But again with the thrillers, my aim is is to have one at 99 cents or perma-free and then um two sets. There'll be the Don't Tell Meg trilogy and three sort of adventure thrillers that I've got. They'll be and they'll be available as a box set too. And uh, but I have that kind of leads capture that that book that's um, out there to help people um, find me, discover me, and start to read through my books. So that's that done. And um, I've released a book this week. I released it yesterday. Um, no doubt you heard the ripples um, going through the publishing world. Um, it's another one of Paul's, you know, just let it flop out kind of strategies. Um, th- this has been intentional on my part because I've always seen these three thrillers. Um, I wanted to get the three thrillers written because I want to get them in a box set and that's how I want to market them. So I've always, I've always kind of seen these three thrillers as part of a box set. They are standalones. They're not part of a trilogy. They're not connected in any way at all, other than they're, they're sort of fairly similar action adventure thriller stories. Uh, the sort of thing that Liam Neeson might star in. That, that, that's kind of where I guess I pitched them. Um, and, um, you know, nonstop action, not a lot of intellectual <laughs> or cerebral content in there, just, to, just hopefully a rattling good thriller. And, um, so one fatal error got released on Wednesday, um, in paperback and Kindle form. And then tomorrow, which is my Friday, this is when I'm recording this, 
um, the box set gets released. I just separated the bump by a day or two just to give me some processing time. Uh, so that box set includes, um, he says, thinking of his book titles, One Fatal Error, Burden of Guilt, Dead of Night. They're now a box set. So that gives me ways that I can sort of market and sell those. So I've kept my powder dry, you know, no great big launch. I probably mentioned it on Twitter, but I, I haven't, you know, really gone for pre-sales or anything that has been on pre-sale, but I, ha- I just, I haven't marketed it at all. And in a year's time, two years time, you might hear me say, I live to regret that and I should have done that. But, um, I just feel at the moment that I'm so busy trying to get to this, this sort of 14 book target, which I hope I'll, I'll reach by the end of March 2018. I'm so busy trying to get to that target. That's the, that's what's been in my sights for a long time. That really, that's when my marketing is going to start. The, the other thing, of course, is that I'm making more money um, from Secret Bunker of the Grid, even though those are older books. And um, I've made more money on Don't Tell Meg, even though it was released a year ago. So I, I do believe in this concept that a, a book is an evergreen, um, it's an evergreen item. Um, and that it's always new to somebody who didn't know it existed. You know, it could be 10 years old. And if you didn't know it existed, it's new to you. So um, I don't feel that everything has to be done in one big launch. Now, as I say, you know, if I was a, an author and people were waiting with bated breath for my next book, and we're, we're far from that at the moment, then I would do launches completely different. But but really, at the moment, still, unfortunately, the world is doesn't really care whether I've got a new book out or not. And uh, whether I get my books into people's hands entirely depends on my ability at the moment to market it. Now, what we all dream of is one day is that everybody's going to be waiting for your next book to come out. And so therefore, that kind of launch strategy is going to be key to get people up to to fever pitch. But, you know, really, frankly... Uh, that I, that's not my world at the moment. So, um, you know, these books can, can flop out. And as I'm ready, if I get book bubs and things like that, then I will market them and I will flog them. And they're all configured in a way to make me uh, more money as my don't tell Meg um, strategy has, has hopefully uh, proven uh, in the last month or two. So um, that's another book out, another book written this week. So that's not bad, is it, uh, for a day's work? And I was saying to my wife, I'm not going to go into any detail, by the way, about the book bub, because um, I'm away in Spain next week. So you're not going to get any writing or any editing done. I'm not going to have anything to tell you. So I'm recording um, next Saturday's diary uh, tomorrow. Uh, and that will be giving details of 40 days of my book bub. So I'm going to give you, um, you know, every single detail about where we are 40 days out. But I'll give you a little hint of this. And then I, I said to my wife yesterday, you, you know, if you listen to these days, I try desperately not to be a glass half full kind of person. I just try and be realistic about things. And um, I said to my wife, oh, you know, it's, I, I won't be earning as, as, as much this, this month from the book. And then I, I took a look at the stats and already we're seven days into the month. And I've already earned more than what my, my wife earns in a month. This is, you know, this is with the book bub tailing off. And so I said, you know, I, because, because I've sort of been used to in my, in my past, maybe earning higher salaries. I sometimes tend to look down my nose at, at smaller amounts and, and think, well, oh, that's not very significant, but you know, it must be significant if, if, if it's reached in seven days more than my wife earns in a day job in a month. Now she is part time, uh, very part time. I hasten to add, but, um, uh, you know, before I wasn't earning that in a month before the book bub. So. The sales are continuing to come in, but I'll give you chapter and verse on that in next week's diary. If you really want to sort of dig into the nitty gritty um, of that book, but I'll go right into it. 40 days of book bub on this diary in a week's time. I've got some general news for you uh, this week. Um, I've been running my second Insta freebie giveaway 
this month. And again, you'll you'll remember possibly that I said to you I was going to try and get my list up to about ten thousand if I could. And to be honest with you, I'm going to, I'm just going to fail uh, dismally at that. And and to be honest with you, again, I, I'm not really sure that I care. I've been doing internet marketing now. How long have I been doing it? Uh, a long time. I'm just trying to think when I started. Two thousand and nine, maybe two thousand and ten. Something like that since I've been seriously internet marketing. And I'll be honest with you, I'm useless at it. I, I know, I know all the theory. I know exactly what to do. I know how it's supposed to work. Uh, and I don't do it. And I can only assume, I've, I've just been thinking that with the podcast, again, you'll have heard me say that with this podcast, this podcast, uh, relates with people better than email ever has for me. Um, it just, uh, seems to connect with people much better. That, that email ever has done for me or, or, or blogging ever has done for me. Um, so I can only assume that this is my preferred format. Um, you know, voice audio is my, my preferred, um, format because it's, I really just don't enjoy emails. You know, I find them a, a fairly functional thing. Um, and, and I've, I've, I've done big marketing campaigns and things in the past as an internet marketer. Never really. Uh, never really enjoyed it. Uh, whereas this podcast I do, you know, yak it into this microphone now seems the most natural thing um, on earth to me. So I know everybody says, again, I'll regret this. I know I'll regret this. In years to come, I'll, I'll probably regret this. But, um, you know, I know I should be doing email marketing better, uh, but I don't. That's just the reality of it. Maybe I will one day and I'm sure I'll regret it one day, but I kind of build my list as this, you know, this, I know, I know we're supposed to build a list. I know all, I know all the reasons for it, but you know, I think the reason that I don't do it is I think I've never felt that it just goes back to what I was saying about book launches. I still don't feel that people are waiting with bated breath to hear what I got to say as an author. That, that, that's really it. I think they can take it or leave it. That's how I feel. And I think that if I felt that I had that, you know, this concept of a thousand true fans, these people who are actually waiting to hear from me, if I felt I had that uh, in email or in blog form, I, I would probably be more committed to it. Now, this is probably a chicken and egg situation. If I committed to the emails, if I committed to the blogs, if I committed to those outlets, then it would probably follow that people then it resonated with people. So I do feel it's probably a chicken and egg situation. But the reality of it is, I'm not very good at it and I don't do a lot of it. So that's a long way around of telling you, I don't think I'm going to hit the uh, 10,000 subscriber list, um, but I'm not too fussed about that because of my very poor email marketing. However, um, let me tell you the reasons for that. That's really why I'm, I'm going down this road because I've done my second Insta freebie giveaway. And I got to tell you, uh, in the past, I've done these giveaways and they've been good for me. I've, I've got 600, 800 new leads. I think sometimes up to a thousand new leads. If you think I was doing these at the beginning of the year, I think the last one I did was May. And then I kind of, I've had a break and I've just come back to them in November, December. So, um, I haven't really done a lot. And, um, uh, I, I, you know, honestly, frankly, it's not very good results. Um, I, I just don't feel like anybody's getting the amazing results that they were. Now, um, I don't think that's my giveaway. I've done the same things that I usually do. I don't think it's uh, a consequence of the people I've got taking part. You know, maybe they haven't got huge lists. Maybe people with big lists have have sort of jumped ship because I had a guy in my sci-fi um in my sci-fi giveaway in November, who said um, the most number of clicks I've ever seen in a giveaway, uh, over 3,000 clicks, um, uh, unique clicks. So uh, the numbers seem to be the same. 
I'm just not aware of the signups, um, you know, being as good, as good as they were. So, um, I don't know why that is. I can only assume that readers have had enough of subscribing to Insta freebie books. That's all I can assume. That's the feeling that I get. I mean, if you've, if you've ever done an Insta freebie and signed up for books, it's like, oh, for goodness sake, stop sending these blasted author emails. You know, you, once you've seen two or three of them, I've had enough. Um, I'm not interested. And I can only assume that the readers aren't interested. This goes back to what I was saying to you that, you know, unless you really resonate with an author, you know, you really want to hear every word they've got to say. I don't know about you, but I know I'm unsubscribing from those emails. I don't, I really don't care what you've been up to. I, I don't mean that rudely, but I don't. I get enough emails as it is. And, you know, by the time I've heard by, from a couple of authors, I've had enough. And, and that's how people must feel about my emails too. So, you know, I, I, I do think to a certain extent we've, we've, we've got to a saturation point. And, and, you know, my answer to that is I like podcasts. I think they work really well. Podcasts are fascinating. Um, again, if you look at the reviews you get on a podcast, I think people probably listen to a podcast and they either hate you the minute they hear your voice or the way that you present yourself or, or as I do, when I listen to podcasts, I hear somebody, I think, Oh, I like you straight away. I'm straight in there. I like them straight away. I, I know within minutes whether I'm going to like it or not. Um, and it's based on voice, how people come over, all sorts of things. Um, and I, and I just think, um, I think podcasts are great. Uh, I think they're really great. Um, so, I think this is going to be my preferred chosen way um, to communicate. Um, it just seems to work really well. Now, let me tell you another thing about um, giveaways. Th- these are going to be my last giveaways. By by that, I mean I'm not hosting anymore. So I am retiring from hosting giveaways. It doesn't mean I won't take part in them, but I'm not I'm not going to run any more of my own. So I'll, I'll have done about six, I think. But let me tell you why that is. The first thing is is um, is is author name hell. I think I've probably told you this before. Uh, when you've got 30, 35 authors and you've got this sort of spreadsheet with author names and real names in, and then somebody says, oh, don't call me by my real name, call me by my author name, and you're messing around with all of this. I, I'm not very good at stuff like that. It drives me spare. I just think, you know, whatever, just use your real name. And um, uh, and and I'm not very good at keeping up with stuff like that either. So um, I call that author name hell. You know, what what do I call you? And then you're trying to find somebody who's got a different real name to an author name. You can't find them on the spreadsheet. And I, I don't. It sounds like a simple thing, but it's really hard when you're trying to administrate a a giveaway to get the name right. Um, the other thing is, is people, uh, make a mess of things. <laughs> That's the other thing. You know, you always get an email saying, oh, the links don't work. There's something wrong. And then you, you know, you look through it and it's something they've done wrong. So you, you get this. This is, uh, I'm again, when I did internet marketing, I'm not good at help desk stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm not patient enough and uh, I'm terrible at help desk. And, uh, you know, somebody comes in and you, they, they've made the cock up. It's not yours. And you, and, 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 uh, you know, they're hard of understanding. And, and so you always get a bit of that too. You know, oh, it doesn't work. That's not working. This is broken or I've submitted the wrong information. So you've got all those things to sort out. Um, I don't think they're as effective anymore. And so frankly, the work that I have to put in to run a giveaway doesn't give me enough return anymore. So uh, as far as I can say, I, I'm done hosting them. Now I, I'll let other people take the strain. And I, I will go into other people's giveaways where I've got something that's suitable. but I'm not going to host them anymore um, after this one is done. Um, now, the other side that I get out of it, I get interviewees. You see, I make good connections. I see people with good lists. So I've been very happy with that. I love those kind of good connections. I was booking up the, the, the gentleman who got the 3,000, who said, said the 3,000 unit clicks to the sci-fi giveaway. He's booked in for a podcast interview. So it's a great way. It's one of many ways that I network. But um, as I say, for the amount of time it takes, and I'm really busy at the moment. You know, you've heard I've just finished off a book and got it published. I've just finished off writing a book. I've got the day job, Tom doing other things as well. Um, 
you know, to me, it's just it's been too much work managing this with all the little problems and things that you get. And um, it's something I'm going to jettison now because the results aren't strong enough uh, for me to, you know, to justify being distracted by it. So um, that will end on Friday. I'll wind it up. Say thank you very much. And, um, you know, you know, what I'm like famous last words, but I think that's going to be the end of it for me hosting giveaways. Um, I, I think Insta Freebie probably is going to need to evolve. Uh, in the way that book, um, what's it not book, but what's the other one called? Uh, I forgot what it's called. The other book hosting one, uh, they've done something very clever, book funnel. Uh, I thought book funnel was probably going to get overtaken by Insta Freebie, but I think they pulled a blinder when they allowed you to sell books on your own website and they, and then they managed the money. Um, they pulled an absolute blinder with that one. So, you know, but actually book funnel is where I'm veering to now, uh, rather than Insta Freebie. Insta Freebie is sort of like a one trick pony and it's a very good trick pony. Thank you very much. And it served me quite nicely with building my list, but I suspect they're going to need to come up with something else because my feeling is, I don't know whether you agree with this, but my feeling is that Insta Freebie market's a bit saturated now. I think we're recycling the same old people and people are pretty wise to the fact that they're going to get, um, you know, they're going to get an email. And in actual fact, Insta Freebie have this sort of tick box now where you can just actually get the free book without getting the emails. And I have to say now, I think I think my feeling is it with Insta Freebie now is it's great um, in terms of delivery and presentation, all of those things. But I might even be inclined just to put the books up on Insta Freebie without getting the email and just say, you don't have it. Um, and then put the email promo within the book itself. So if they want the emails, they can get the emails, but I don't force them into getting the emails. Um, because I, I think, you know, I think we're just saturated. That's my feeling with it. All these indie authors, I think, have just saturated. And unless people feel a very strong affinity to you, they probably don't care that much. Um, if you differ in opinion, though, please let, you know, please let me know. It's just my feeling. I wanted to mention, I think I'd warned you of this last week or the week before, that time would be running out for the 20 books to 50k London event. This is taking place in 2018, February the 3rd and 4th. If you think about it, it's only two months away. Is that right? Yeah, two months away. It's less than two months away now. Um, so I, I keep getting reminders from British Airways telling me about my flight. That's how close it is. So um, there are 24 spots at the time of recording this remaining. I did tell you that they would go fast. So if, if you're dithering about this, book your place. Um, Craig, who's running the event, is going to close registration December the 20th. It's going to be done at that point. So if you intend, if you've been thinking about 20 Books London, it's at 20bookslondon.com. If you've been thinking about it, dithering, 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 uh, now is the time to commit. There are 24 slots remaining. They'll be really pushing those hard in these last two weeks up to December the 20th. And then the drawbridge closes on the 20th of December. That's it. No, I'm sorry. I was thinking about it. I couldn't afford it at the time. I got some Christmas money. I could buy the ticket now. There'll be none of that. The drawbridge will come up and it'll be too late. And you'll be somebody standing on the outside looking in, hearing everybody talking about it rather than being there. Now, you don't usually hear me laying it on this thickly with, with something like this. But um, I, I've been to a lot of events in my time. Um, this one is extremely cheap by comparison. And there are some great people there. Can I, can I just also t- tell you how delighted I am to see how many, uh, podcast listeners are there? People who listen to this podcast that I know. Um, I'm, I'm just delighted by that to see how many names. It's going to be, uh, wonderful. I'm really looking forward to sort of meeting people who listen to the podcast at that event. It's going to be fabulous. I think there are at least, uh, sort of 10 to 15 who, who I know listen to this podcast and, and hopefully some that I don't know. And then you've got people like Mark Dawson are going to be there. Uh, Joanna Penn's going to be there. All the big, uh, speakers, um, that the 20 books people are going to bring in. Um, it's, it's going to be, um, f- fabulous, a really, really good networking event. So 
I'm, I'm going to tell you once more, if you're still on the fence about it, get on with it, get it booked because that drawbridge is coming up and it's going to be over uh, before you know it. I didn't give you the numbers on my Goodreads giveaways last week. I just wanted to give you the final numbers on those. So if you remember, I was listing Dead of Night and MailChimp Unbox, so a fiction and a non-fiction book. And then, of course, the, the news has come in now that we're all going to have to pay for Goodreads giveaways. So um, with that news coming in, rightly or wrongly, I've just listed all my books as Goodreads giveaways. Uh, I'm getting them all in there uh, before, again, I keep talking about drawbridges coming up, but I think it's uh, January sometime, Goodreads are going to start charging for these. And if you get your, your Goodreads giveaway in there fast, um, you, you, you'll get in before that. You'll get a last freebie in there. So I just thought, right, every book's going on, uh, or every first series is going on so I've just listed everything uh, and uh, I'm just going to have a, a, a giveaway bonanza <laughs> on uh, on Goodreads and I've staggered the closing date so I can send these things off via Amazon and, and my view is you know I'm just going to give it one last flog I'm going to let everybody know about these books that are out there and um, and, and then when the drawbridge comes up I'll wait and see you know, people who are happy to pay I'll see how it works see whether it turns into another book bub um, but I'm just aware that that's a, a nice channel that might close so I'm just going to give it one last flog and with that in mind then here are the numbers that I got on my book so I was giving away three copies of um, Dead of Night I had 313 entrants requesting that book. And then this is where you get the value from this. 117 of those entrants uh, marked that book as want to read. Uh, now, not all of those books are going to, not all those people, I beg your pardon, are going to read that book or buy that book. But that's the value. Those 117 um, shelved it as wants to read. It means that their followers, their contacts can see that um, and it means also that they might go and get your book so it's just it's just free viral traffic that's really all you're playing for and then with the non-fiction book um, which was MailChimp Unboxed this was non-fiction so I got fewer entrants for this uh, I, this is always what I find with Goodreads you get more for fiction than you do non-fiction um, but I got 125 entrants for that I was giving away two books and 45 people mark that as want to read so Again, I, I got all my first in series uh, listed now, uh, fiction and non-fiction. I'll have one last um, ride on Goodreads, and then we'll wait to see how those paid promos that come in in January, how they work out and whether people feel that they're uh, good value um, for money. But the other thing you have to remember about Goodreads is it gives you great search engine optimization as well. If you do a search, if you're on Goodreads and got your titles in there, just do a search for your book title and you'll see how important Goodreads is for your search engine optimization on those books. So I do sort of value uh, Goodreads. Though I got to tell you, and I am going to avoid a rant about this, um, but I saw a very, um, I thought, ungraceful um, interviews. Uh, somebody had uh, given burden of guilt one star and was having a, a rant about it. And they'd actually, they'd actually got one of my Goodreads books as, as a free giveaway. And, uh, you know, it clearly hadn't been their thing, which is uh, entirely up to them. Um, but you do think, oh, blimey. So, um, you, you took part in the giveaway. You won it. I sent you a free book at my expense and then you consequently dissed it and gave it a one star. You know, thanks very much for that. That doesn't feel very graceful to me. I think if I'd got something like that, I might have just quietly discarded it if it wasn't my thing or if I thought it was rubbish. But um, anyway, I'm not going to go in a rant about reviewers because, you know, I'll start and we'll be here all day if I do that. Um, but um, yeah, that was a bit of a disappointment, to be honest with you. Um, I remember it was the same with Dead of Night. The first review I got was just like a duffer and you think, oh, blimey, how am I going to recover from that? Um yeah, and it was a freebie. It was a free, you know freebie seekers. Um, I mean, again, I, I've got to be careful not to go it off for another twenty minutes 
when I do this, but it's usually freebie seekers who do this. And, and this is this constant tension for me about do I put stuff free or do I charge for it? Um, I'll go into this in my bookbub review but my reviews have gone right up as as a result of the bookbub um i think um last time i looked at don't tell megan remember i don't i don't generally read my reviews um unless i can avoid it or i stumble upon one like i did with goodreads this week um but i think we're up to about 50 something reviews on don't tell meg in um you know in amazon.com um and i've never had that many reviews uh before and um i think they're four to five you know so it's been reviewed okay and uh uh, that was just another benefit that I'd got from um, being in, in BookBub. But they are, of course, uh, they're freebie seekers as well. So, you know, I never, I never really know. I never really know about this. Um, my books are the most expensive they've been. I've removed all my permafreeze uh, this year. So I'm making more money than I ever have, uh, n- uh, not having permafreeze. Um, I really would like to break this association with free, but I, I suspect that as an unknown author, just struggling to get my books out there, that's probably going to take me some time to do, but I would really love to lose that association, uh, with free. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be lovely to have people, I know this is, this is all of our dreams, isn't it? Um, to have people waiting for the book when it comes out. So you don't have to price it free. You can price it as you can give a promo price, a lower price, uh, for people who just buy the book straight away, but you wouldn't have to give it away for free. You'd have enough readers, um, to buy it when it was released to help it get up the chance for other people to discover it. But that's just, that's in our dreams. We can wish for that for Christmas, can't we? Okay, so that's it for this week. Uh, I am flying out to Spain on, when is it, Sunday, and I'm back next Saturday. So next week's diary is good to be a a pre-recorded one. I won't be doing any writing or any editing in that time. Uh, I keep talking about drawbridges in this in this particular diary. It's the theme of the diary. Uh, my writing drawbridge is coming up, uh, and I'm not doing any writing and editing for a week. I'm going to enjoy the sunshine in Spain and um, get my fix of sun um, before the awful weather in the UK sets in and we start to take a dive for Christmas. So um, I hope you have a fantastic week of writing if you're still writing. Uh, A quick reminder about my guest on Monday. I'm really looking forward to this one, by the way. I think um, you'll have heard his voice uh, a million times, um, uh, and but you won't have heard his story. James Blatch, um, part of Self-Publishing Formula. You always hear James... James's name in connection with Mark Dawson because he's you know he presents the the podcast and and he's obviously a key part of Mark's team um but I've been listening as as many of you probably will have I've been listening to James's journey as a writer and I was listening to the podcast thinking uh, you know Mark takes the mic out of him and they make light of it Uh, but I thought you know James I want to talk to James I want to talk to just James about his writing because he's quite clearly struggling with this uh, and I think we could learn a lot from him and we haven't heard this on on Mark's podcast so um, I'm talking to James Blatch on Monday and and it's just James Blatch it's not James Blatch as he relates to Mark Dawson it's just James Blatch as a standalone self-published aspiring indie author and he'll talk to be about how he's gone about the book the struggles that he's have he's very frank about um you know the writing and the struggles that he's having we have a great chat about the inspiration for the book it was re- really really nice to have that conversation with james and just to entirely hear his part of the story so that's coming up on monday recommended listening a really good interview it's episode number 93 of self-publishing journeys podcast and that's monday the 11th of december 2017 Uh, that's it from me for another week i'm heading off for some sunshine i hope you have a fab week of writing and i'll be back next saturday bye-bye for now thanks for listening to paul's podcast diary make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days 
Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.